Should we? from Do the Good Stuff about the ups and downs pursuing health, wellness, and life on our own terms. I'm Lizzie, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Rachel. We're also here with our guest, Emily Kokaris. Hey, Emily. Hello. Today, we're talking to Emily about empowered fitness, but first, Emily, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I well, Currently, I am living in LA. I am a personal trainer and a lifestyle coach. And I was formerly a professional dancer. I've been dancing since I was young. I think that was my first, uh, how I fell in love with movement in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lived in New York for a long time. I started a company there called Empowered, Empowered NYC, where we did personal training and lifestyle coaching. And I also started something called Fit Week, where we coordinated with group fitness studios in the city and got them to donate proceeds from one of their given classes in a week, and we gave that towards education nonprofits. So um, supporting education locally through an organization called Donors Choose, and then globally through one called Choose First. So um, super passionate about about lots of things, but (laughs) specifically in my world right now, fitness, helping people be their best through movement and giving back. I love that. I feel like when I describe you to friends or like what you do, I'm like, it's like personal training, but not just for your body. It's like for your soul. <laughs> oh, does that feel like Can we use that? Yeah, yeah. Um, Copyright no, it, it does though. Cause I, I think I see it as you're a whole person. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at training someone, I mean, I studied kinesiology in college, so I love the science of movement. And right. I think that's how you can like tap into your power is through through movement and through connecting with movement that feels good to you. I think that's really powerful. But I also think you're a whole person. So are you sleeping? Are you drinking water? Yes, are you happy? Are you doing a job that you like? Like it's all, they're all related. So yes, I think you can't just train a body mm-hmm. as one piece. I think you have to look at the whole picture. So it's much more of a holistic approach to it. With the focus still on movement, because that's my background, but but yeah, you should feel it from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so much bigger than just the aesthetic, which I feel like is often common in the space. Mm-hmm. Is like the bikini body and the six pack, and to me, that's like literally scratching the surface of what's possible and the surface of who we are. Mm-hmm. Like you are so much more than just this facade, mm-hmm. you know. So. And do you find that, sorry, I'm going off script, uh, do you find that that comes out in your um, personal appointments, like the clients where it's just one-on-one, that there's like, the inside stuff comes out? I mean, I feel like you'd have to wear almost like a therapist hat. (laughs) I feel like there's definitely, there's a, I'm the coach, I'm the teacher, but there's also a friend relationship. I mean, it's a personalized you know, training session, if it's a one-on-one, you develop a relationship. And so I would hope that, yes, these are people that I'm working with that do feel like they can, they can trust me and they can talk to me about things. And I feel like once you start moving, it almost moves things around within you. And even maybe you didn't realize you could do something. You never thought you could, you know, run a mile or do a push-up, And then you realize you can. So it sort of like hits this little thing on the inside of you of, oh, wait, like I can do that. I wonder what else 
I can do in my life that I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the body and the mind are super intertwined. Mm-hmm. I just get to be the one to help facilitate it to like come out. So, so yes, those things definitely come out just organically. Yeah. I'm not like right. poking for them. <laughs> yeah. Tell me your secrets. Like, no, it just, it, it comes out naturally just by having a relationship with someone and, and helping them navigate life. Mm-hmm. like every person is different. Like there's no one, one way to do things. Everyone, I mean, the three of us at this table have, I'm sure lots of things in common, but our schedules may look different and our interests may look different. And mm-hmm. so like all of that, when you're working with someone, it's you're designing it for that person. And yeah. you will all have our own roadblocks and obstacles that, you know, that come up. But but yeah, but it's the it's the whole person. It's mm-hmm. the that whole experience. And I think that's what makes it rewarding for me as a coach. Because mm-hmm. you can see someone like come to life mm-hmm. just through movement and like taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it's also empowering for them because they are they're having the experience. I just get to witness it, mm-hmm. and, you know, like yeah. I said, guide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's right up our alley. I think that something that I love about just any t- type of physical movement is that it creates disruption and opportunities for self-awareness. And so whether that's self-awareness in that when you have to try and fit a new habit into your life, it makes you look at your life and your values, or when you just start moving and it creates space for you to listen to your own thoughts and experience um, opportunities to be brave or to see your strength all of those things that there's there's so many opportunities in that and that's what we're going to talk about next but first I love all of them <laughs> uh, so here at We Do We we are all about living life in a healthy way but on our own terms so definitely in the same vein of what we've been talking about um, but we like to open up every interview with this question what's a healthy habit that you just said F it to something that everyone else says we should or shouldn't do but you just aren't having it I feel like anything that's complex or complicated maybe not complex but complicated if it feels like it's just like jarring to your life or you as a person like it just feels like it doesn't fit then maybe it doesn't fit and that's okay I think the idea that there's one way I'm like f it no there's not one way there's tons of ways and what works for one person may not drive with someone else I mean I'm super like simple and no frills and in other places I'm sure I love frills and let's get my nails painted but like the idea of like having like seven face creams and a mask and a blah blah to me sounds like terrible I would never that no I don't want to do it but for just right up Rachel's alley (laughs) that's my point that's my point of for someone else that may be self-care it may be how they actually like take care and nurture themselves to be like I'm going to take an evening and I'm going to I'm going to do this. And I like laugh at the idea of me like doing a face mask. It just feels like so not me. But the point is, it, that's that's great. That's great. It's being authentic, if you will, to what feels like is you and what feels like is, is not. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Anything that just feels like, yeah, like it's not you or it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listening to the tension that something creates in your yes, life. Yes. And if it continually creates tension in like different seasons and different circumstances, then it just might not be a good fit for you. Which is fine. Yeah. yeah. And we get to listen to that. And I mean, I think the great thing about where we are, especially in terms of like the health and wellness landscape right now, is that 
while it can be really overwhelming, there are so many options. I mean, there's something for everyone Mm -hmm. and every situation and so I love that you're saying just listen to yourself and if it's complicated if it feels like it's not a good fit then maybe it's not and that's okay okay. Mm -hmm. yeah and like release that stop trying Mm -hmm. to like make it fit because then you're stressed like you said tension that's like the perfect word for it Mm -hmm. yeah it it will require effort to take on a new habit so it's not to say that it won't you won't have to sort of step out of a comfort zone but there it's being able to tell the difference between the two. There's a stepping out of the comfort zone that feels like a little bit of a stretch, but like a good stretch, or maybe even like, ooh, it feels a little scary. I'm not sure if I can do it, but I, I want to try, versus like, this just feels like not me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And giving something like a good enough try. Correct. Correct. So you and get trying to get past things. The yes. initial part yes. that's hard, maybe, in that, like, the stepping outside your comfort zone. Right. That normal tension. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, so I think the name Empowered and Empowered Fit, Empowered Fit Week, all of that is really compelling. And I do think Empowered can be um, a buzzword, right? Like overused. So would love to hear what does it mean to you? What is Empowered Fitness just as a concept? What does that mean? I mean, when I started it, what, seven years ago, the, I think my love of the word feeling like the, this like feeling of power and like confidence and the authority over my own life, I think really resonated with me. I also love the fact that EM was at the start of the word, which is my name, M or Emily. Mm -hmm. So I think the combination of those two (laughs) really felt like it was mine, that the word belonged to me. And it really, it's an ownership. And I think when I look at it towards fitness, it's, there are lots of things in life that are out of your control, but there are things in life that are within your control. And I think putting a priority over your own health and your happiness and like your circle around you, that is within your control to a a big degree, not everything, but taking the power back and the responsibility and putting it back on myself of what can I do to be healthier, to move more, to maybe purchase or get better foods, healthier foods. Like that's within my realm to take care of myself. And then when I do that, that's going to ripple out. I'll be able to have better relationships with other people because I am more content and confident in who I am. I'll have more confidence to actually go after maybe that new job that I want. Or I mean, I've seen that with my my clients, my students over the years. Like, you just kind of get the train going, and then it's what I mentioned earlier. But mm-hmm. oh, I could do that. I wonder what else I could do. Mm-hmm. Like you see that happening. So for me, the empowered, you know, through fitness, through movement, is that's the foundation. Mm-hmm. So if you can build your floor of healthy habits so that this is your lifestyle, then imagine the house and the life that you can build on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that um, when we carve out space for ourselves in those ways we take care of ourselves, then it's just practice for like claiming space for ourselves in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And saying that we're worthy of that, we you know, should be should value ourselves that way. And like you're saying, it ripples through our lives in ways that 
when we start that journey, we don't even know how that will impact us. No. And like, how exciting is that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're going on this, it's a journey of self-discovery is really what it is. Mm -hmm. I am, I am a tour guide (laughs) and I am leading movement, Mm -hmm. but it's like through movement and through tapping into things that maybe you didn't think you could do, or maybe things that you didn't realize you would enjoy. Like now we live in LA and we go on hikes now. I would have never been like, oh my God, I'm such a hiker. I love going on hikes. Like that's not, I hated camping as a kid. I went to summer camp once and I was not a fan. Like I I would not have put myself in that category. I probably even made fun of it before I moved out here. And now it's something that I really enjoy. I mean, we're not hiking for days. We're hiking Runyon and you know what I mean. But maybe we'll explore other ones. But the point of, I didn't realize that that would be something I enjoyed until I tried it. And then I found some level of enjoyment. I found that I liked being outside and moving. I often go with my husband, so I like talking to him and being outside and moving. Like Mm -hmm. all of these layers of of things that that feel good and that I just sort of, you know, stumbled into. So Mm -hmm. I think you can find new things that you like along the way that you will discover about yourself. But... Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yay for hikes. <laughs> we can go hiking one time if you want. That would be so great. Let's do it. Well, and I think that like looking at this as a journey of self-discovery, um, we can miss out on that journey when we look at fitness and movement as specifically an avenue to the way that we look. That like hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, and so like my question for you is just how do you manage that with your clients or with yourself? Because as much as I talk about the importance of that and the the distinguishing between that and trying to stay true to myself in my own journey and not let that, you know, take away from what's important to me, it's still a struggle. Yes. Because we're raised the way that we're raised with the media we're raised with and the values we're raised with in the society. So like. How do you address that for yourself and for your clients? Yeah. I mean, because we're bombarded with it on a daily basis of images and commercials and, you know, and all the things that are telling us that we should aspire to a certain look. And for me and for my clients, it comes down to what's the mental approach in the day and the week rather than the huge long term. I think you have to know what's the goal. Mm -hmm. So it's perfectly okay to want to have a goal to maybe the goal is to feel stronger or to feel leaner or to feel like there's a shift in your body. That's not a wrong goal, but I think what falls short is one, why do you want that? So what is it about your current life that you're not able to do or to fully experience that this is holding you back? Mm -hmm. So imagine if you felt stronger in your body or maybe you felt a little bit lighter, maybe you would have more energy or if you ate in a, you know, in a more nutritious way, you would have more energy throughout your day and more mental clarity or so it's, it's many things. I think one, it is, you have to know the goal and it's okay. It's paramount to have a goal and it's okay if the goal is aesthetically tied in some way, but if it's only that, you're gonna sell yourself short because you also can't judge your success by that. Mm -hmm. The aesthetic is a byproduct of the work. And the work is what am I doing today and this week within my control that is going to establish a healthy lifestyle. So it's the habits, which is what you guys talk about. What are the habits? So when you put your mental energy on that and you judge your success by, am I doing the habits 
that I set out to do this week, that's the pass or fail. Not did I lose the X pounds. That is irrelevant. That will happen or it won't happen, but that's not where the mental energy goes. Mm -hmm. The energy goes on what can I do about it right now? Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest shift that I've seen mm -hmm. in my students is when they make that like switch, it like clicks of, oh, so my main purpose in life is not to lose 10 pounds. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Your main purpose in life is not to lose 10 pounds. No, mm -hmm. like your purpose in life is to get healthy so that you feel like you've got energy and life pumping through your body so that you can go live it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to have the goal, but I would even challenge, like cut through your own BS. What's the goal really about? Because do we feel like, oh, I need to be smaller in this bathing suit? Why? Mm -hmm. Because you feel pressure to? Because the people in the magazines do? What if you just felt confident in it? And to me, the confidence comes from keeping the promises to yourself of taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you said, I'm going to drink, you know, 70 ounces of water, most days of the week this week, great. And like you set out to do that, then when you succeed, you feel proud of yourself, you feel good, you will have more energy, you will be more mentally clear, and it will, just water as an example, like you'll naturally have better portion sizes because you won't be confusing thirst for hunger, hunger for thirst. So it's like the habits are actually the secret sauce that will get you where you wanna go but you have to flip the emphasis. Because mm -hmm. if you're spending all the time on, am I at the end goal? You're missing out on the journey. You're missing out on the race. Mm -hmm. And there's so many variables that impact that type of goal. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there's so many variables that impact that type of goal where like, we don't always know. And so we're creating systems where we're almost always going to fail because yes. we don't have the control in it. So when we set goals based on habits that we can manage, then we're just building on top of it in successful ways that, I mean, the road can only lead to, lead to like positive spaces. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that you're saying to acknowledge those feelings because if this is a journey of self-discovery, then we don't just say like, I'm body positive. I don't feel bad in my bathing suit ever. If that's not true. No. Because if that's how you feel, then of course you should acknowledge that one because your feelings are valid. And two, because it tells you something about yourself. Mm -hmm. And there are actual things that you can do. Like you were saying, I'm not feeling confident. And you learn something about that. There are ways to talk about that with your friends or, you know, start working in ways that will make you feel more confident in your life and the way that you're seeing progress in other areas. So, yeah, I love that that is your approach. Could not agree more. <laughs> I think it even yeah. be a simple morning practice of, I mean, maybe it's five minutes just sitting still. Maybe it's a five-minute, like, sort of mindfulness with yourself or giving yourself love. It could be moving for five to ten minutes, maybe like a yoga sequence. or But something that gets you in your body where you feel good in your skin, mm -hmm. then it'll make it easier to go out into the world and feel, again, comfortable in that same skin, no matter what it's wearing. Right. It's like you know, beauty from the inside out. I, I believe that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think in particular with like when it comes to our mental health, um, I know in my experience, it can be, I know cognitively that exercise or even just getting up and moving will positively contribute to how I'm feeling. But in those moments, it's so hard to convince myself to go to the spin class or go for a walk. And so when it comes to like beyond just the habits, or I guess this is tied, but like when it comes to just movement, how do you, how do you determine whether that's in those specific situations or just in general, which movements feel good for you? I feel like on the one hand, it's like I'm thinking about sort of your situation yeah. of how you're feeling like sometimes you don't feel like moving, right. which is normal. Right. One, that's normal. Yeah. I feel like people think, oh, you're, you know, you're a trainer or a mover. You must love it all the time. Of course not. Like some days I don't feel like it. Yeah. But I think letting yourself off the hook to like lower the expectation mm -hmm. is actually the best entry to get you to, to do something. Mm -hmm. So like if going for a run feels like more energy than you have to give that day, then like it's okay to acknowledge that and say, I'm just gonna go for a walk instead. Mm -hmm. And that's not a letdown, that is still a victory because you still you still got up and moved. Mm -hmm. Or in that instance, it may movement may not be the answer that day. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. You may feel like I don't really I'm not in a space to want to move today. Mm -hmm. Maybe go sit outside and read. Mm -hmm. Or maybe call a friend or a journal or so I think health has many arms. Mm -hmm. So I think movement has a lot of power in it. And I do think that lowering the expectation, you know what I mean, yep, right? Yep, yep. But less pressure on yourself. Well, and just like reframing it. Like I like that yes. idea of like, okay, if a run feels monumental, then you can walk. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's not like I don't want to run, therefore I will literally not move at all. It yep. doesn't have to be like... 60 to zero or exactly. whatever. I mean, there are days where I just, my body feels tired mm -hmm. and I don't even feel like I'm up for a workout. Mm -hmm. Great. So sometimes I'll just go and I'll get a foam roller and I'll just roll out and I'll stretch and maybe do, you know, make up five to 10 minutes of my own yoga sequence because that feels gentle and like ooey gooey and good mm -hmm. and, and wonderful. The end, yeah. you know? So it's, I feel like we are in a culture of extremes. Yeah. And so, on the one hand, you have, like, you know, it's not fitness DVDs anymore, right? It's, like, apps and all these things. But, like, I think they can be great tools. But if they feel, like, a higher level than maybe where you are now, it can feel overwhelming. And then you have another end of the spectrum of, like, you know, don't move at all. So, it's, we have to find that middle ground that feels doable and where... You can also, like you said, acknowledge mm -hmm. what you're feeling that day. I mean, I think that's, and it, it's knowing the difference. Mm -hmm. Knowing the difference between when you really don't feel up for that run and the walk feels good or a journal feels good, or if you're just, like, covering up your own, mm -hmm. like, laziness. Like you because you you're like, yeah. I just, right. ugh, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I want, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like, we, we, you got to know the difference. <laughs> you know? Take a mental health day <laughs> for the seventh day this week. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's like, and look, so there are mental health practice. There are seasons. Place. I've certainly been through seasons in my own life where they were harder. There, you know, where you're going through life. Life happens to everyone. So, so that's okay. And you know, you reach out and get help that you need to get through those seasons. But I think it's 
cutting through our own BS and being able to tell the difference of sometimes we are too hard on ourselves, but sometimes we're too easy on ourselves. And something I love that you do um, that I see on um, like your Instagram stories is you'll just like, you'll say, I'm just messing around and you'll do like fun dance moves or just like play around. <laughs> yeah. Is that something that you kind of do in those moments to incorporate kind of that play or spontaneity? Absolutely. I mean, I think movement is fun. I think movement is innate. Mm -hmm. I think we as adults get out of the practice of moving regularly just because our lives require more sitting at a desk or sitting in a car or those sorts of things, but movement is natural. So I think that when you can kind of get back into that mindset of enjoying how movement feels, then it doesn't feel like work. I love that too, like just trusting that your body will know what to do. You don't yes. need like a step-by-step, -step. sometimes you do, but you don't need the like step-by-step -step picture guide of how to stretch or how to yes. walk. Yes, I even love, I mean, I've taken like yoga classes before when they'll even say like, just move however feels good. Yeah. It's almost like they are throwing the technique rule book out the window and saying, just move however you want. I think growing up as a dancer, that really resonates with me too because yes, there is technique in dance and if you are, you know, something like ballet, it's extremely technical and you work years to master that. But at the same time, there are dance forms that free is the answer. How, like there's no right or wrong way yeah. to move your body, just move it. Move it in the way that feels good, move it in the way that expresses emotionally what you want to get out. Like there's no right or wrong. So I feel like in the fitness space, we can often get very rule driven and very like, even the thing we mentioned earlier, like there's one way. No, there's not. Like even, I mean, in my profession of naming exercises, like some people are super like, you know, very technical and this is exactly the precise name of this exercise. And then some people are like, you can call it whatever you want. It, like, why does it matter if I want to call this a flamingo lunge and someone else wants to call it a lateral lunge with a single leg balance? <laughs> it's the same thing. So, like, we got to, like, take ourselves a little bit less seriously, I think, in some realms of getting back to the play and getting back to the fun. Um, my mom is a PE teacher. Mm -hmm. And so fitness and movement was always like a part of our household. I mean, like we would like play games at home um, and like bike rides and all that stuff. But I feel like there's, there's something to that. As kids, you move and movement is play and play is movement and they are one and the same. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can carry that forward, even just mentally, it doesn't mean you have to like go play tag with your friends. Like you <laughs> That's can. Not what we're doing. Oh, we're gonna like, do after this. <laughs> I would love. I would love. But it's it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. It's it's like less less pressure, less like I have to do the treadmill because then I will lose the weight. Like that sounds terrible. Like what if I'm gonna go and I'm gonna work on running because I want to be faster. Or I want to challenge myself. I wonder how long I could run without stopping. And then maybe the next day I'll try and go like 20 seconds more, 30 seconds more. Like looking at it more as play and more as a challenge with yourself rather than trying to fit these very, very harsh external expectations of what society says we should do or shouldn't do or 
what our workout should look like. And of course, like safety, all these things, like move safely, move, move efficiently. Like, I think that's one thing that I enjoy is teaching people how to move better. Like there is skill in that, but at the same time, like it's your body, you know how to move it. I can help you maybe move it better from a, like if you're gonna hold a weight, mm-hmm. you know? But like, if you wanna just go play around and try a handstand or try, you know, please don't, if. Please don't go try a handstand if you've never done it. <laughs> Emily told me I was no, no, I'm just no, doing it by no, myself on a cliff. That's no, a good thing to do, right? No. Start with what feels at your level. <laughs> but, you know, but it's like, if you want to go to the park and dance around silly, like, you can do that. Like, there's not a technical rule that says you can't because you don't have a dance certification. You know what I mean? Like, you right. can move. Just move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm running, I... Um, <laughs> this is gonna be embarrassing. <laughs> I'm already excited. It's yeah. <laughs> but like in my head, I'm doing like parkour. <laughs> like really, yes. I'm just like going down the curb and up the curb and like up the stairs and like because by nature we talked about this a lot on the podcast, but like I'm a meanderer by nature. Like I walk, take public transportation. Like that's where I feel like myself. So when it comes to exercise, it has to be fluid. It has to be like. I'm running and I'm going to go over here and like jump off this curb. <laughs> like it feels like that gives me energy, even though I one most certainly look ridiculous while I'm doing it, <laughs> and two like there's not it's not a type of workout that I'm doing specifically. I'm not following a plan or anything like that, but it gives me space um, to incorporate what feels good to me naturally as who I am as a person and where I get energy in that moment. Um, and so that's something that I found for, for myself, but, uh, I struggle with finding ways to actually fit that into my real life. And so I'm wondering if you could give our listeners just some advice as far as like, okay, this all sounds great. I'm really into these ideas, but what are some tips for just like incorporating it into our real lives or even just getting started? I mean, I think starting small, taking the pressure off that it has to be, I think that's the thing I see most where it like quote unquote fails for people is they try and eat the whole pie instead of just taking one piece. Um, and that is not a food reference. It was just an analogy. <laughs> um, but in the sense of if you're, let's say you're not moving at all right now, or maybe like you're walking places, but there's no like structured exercise. I would not recommend now going to the gym five days a week. Like that's, that's a zero to 60 from where you are now. It's not sustainable. So I think starting small of, taking a realistic snapshot of what does your life actually look like now and where are there pockets of time and say, okay, maybe I have 15 minutes in the morning that I can get up and do some body weight movements. So I can do 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups and a little jog in place and do repeat that a few times through and let that naturally build on itself. Mm-hmm. And then you realize like, oh, that wasn't so bad. It didn't take that much time. It didn't take that much energy. Didn't even have to change out of my pajamas. Like, <laughs> whatever. But it, like, reduced the obstacles. So looking at how can it be the most convenient to you now. So looking at, okay, there's a class that's across town that I really want to go to. Maybe that's a weekend class. Maybe that's not a during-the-week class. And that's okay. I feel like... Again, we can be hard on ourselves in some scenarios and too easy on ourselves in others. But I think with the getting started, bite size. Mm -hmm. Like really look at bite size 
and do that consistently. So you can't do just like one workout a week for a month and then go, why do I not feel any different? Mm -hmm. So that's good. That's an awesome start. And then build on that. That's how I am. I leave the spin class and I'm like, excuse me, why didn't I lose 10 pounds? <laughs> it's like, I'm un... <laughs> very confused. I worked out. Hello, alert the media. <laughs> and even that is what's the mental yeah. expectation you had going in. Totally. And I know you're, you're joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like... Rather than being like, I'm going to go and do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move my body three times this week because it's going to make me feel like the warrior princess badass that I am. <laughs> the end. Yeah. This is not about me changing my body. This is about me feeling amazing in my body. Yeah. I do think and reminding ties, yourself that. Yeah. And I think it ties so much back to that empowered feeling. Like I choose the stairs over the elevator once and I, I walk out like Serena Williams. I'm yes. like, I made a choice for my body and my health and my life. <laughs> but it's like, okay, it's a small thing, but still just that mindset or that sense of agency of like, I am empowered to make my own choices and you feel, you feel better when you do. Yes. And it's letting those be compounding. Mm -hmm. So mm. then building off of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like looking at it like this, journey in this long-term lifestyle that it is. So another thing that I could have said F it to at the beginning is like 30-day challenges, mm -hmm. which I will tell you, I've done 30-day challenges before. I participated in them. I've led them. I think there is a place for them. I'll probably lead another one in the future. But I think the expectation of all my problems will be solved at the yeah. end of these 30 days is false. Mm -hmm. So looking at it like, what if these 30 days or what if this, me taking the stairs, me doing three workouts a week is me building the floor mm -hmm. and me building the foundation, which I will then one up every couple weeks and I will add on to it new habits, new habits, new habits so that before you know it, you are living this new healthy lifestyle that you built one habit at a time. Like the best compliment one of my students ever gave me was like, oh, this is easy. And I was like, yes, yes. Like, I'm not gonna give you a hundred things to do at once. I'm gonna give you one, maybe two things to do. Master those, and then we build. Master those, keep the other one, and then we build. So, I mean, what was the question? <laughs> uh, like, what? How do you get started? Yeah. And I think it's that, I really think it's that about pinpointing what are the things that you can do. You're like, I can definitely do that consistently for a week. It doesn't even have to be every day of the week. Maybe it's three or four days in the week. Mm -hmm. And like write it down, hold yourself for real accountable to it, prove to yourself that it wasn't that hard, and then you can build on it. But starting out with too much is the fastest way to crush your own spirit. Like that's when we get into the, I'm not capable, I'm not good enough, I've tried before and I failed. Why is this time gonna be any different? And it's, we're trying to go back to the pie. You know, you do, we don't need the, we don't have to take on the whole task. It's not meant to be done that way. Not if it's going to be a true lifestyle change. Because if you've been doing something a certain way for X amount of years, it's going to take time to establish a new habit. Mm -hmm. That's just, just is how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, we're creatures of habit. So if we want to change habit, we have to be patient and consistent in doing so. And start small. Mm -hmm. Start small. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's great advice because, you know, we're not professional athletes. Like, if you're a professional athlete and you're taking, you know, if you're listening to this pod, thank you for being here. (laughs) But also, like, most likely you're not. And I think that sometimes we get caught in the mindset of, like, forgetting that this is a long game about our life and about our health and about, like you said in the beginning, our holistic well-being um, for us as, as a whole person. And you still have life going on around you. So um, I don't even know if the show is still on the air, The Biggest Loser, but the you know that show, they go off to a ranch, and the only thing that they are you know concerning themselves with is is working out and eating well, and, and that's it. We live in, in the real world, and in the real world, you have a job, and you have family, and you have other responsibilities that are happening at the same time that you're trying to upgrade your life. So it's not even fair to ask that of yourself, mm-hmm. to expect you to drop everything and just hone in on this. And I'm all for, you know, the the mind, uh, the mental strength of an athlete and the, of course, of course, but it's being also kind and realistic with ourselves of what we are capable of mm-hmm. and letting that be enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely agree. Um, so before we end, this has been such a great conversation. Uh, we want to share a question from the community. So thank you to everyone who submitted all the great questions. Here's one from one of our favorite listeners, Kate. Uh, She's going to smile so hard. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, going somewhere to work out works best for me since I can't get motivated enough to go for runs or work out at home. So what other ways are there to, in quotes, do fitness without the typical cardio on a treadmill or elliptical? Love that. I mean, when you think about fitness too, fitness is movement. So any type of movement, and I would say fitness being you're getting your heart rate up or maybe you're working your muscles in some capacity. But if she's talking about being at a gym, I mean, I would even say getting some strength work in of looking at it like a circuit. So if you think, okay, what's something that I can do for my upper body, like a push-up or even core, like a plank? Let me do something like that for 30 seconds. And let me stand up and do something for my legs for 30 seconds. And then let me run in place for 30 seconds. And then you literally have a circuit where you're working your muscles, you're elevating your heart rate, and you're moving your body in more of a a free, creative expression, if you will, sort of way, rather than being tied to a machine. I mean, I know in college I would go to the gym and often like study my notes on the treadmill, the elliptical. And I think that can be a nice passive way to get some movement in while also studying but I also think there's power in just letting the only thing that you're doing in that moment be about you and not multitasking if you will mm-hmm. um I would also not multitask there were times that I would not multitask the gym, um, <laughs> for the record but but yeah I, I think there's a lot of good resources out there in terms of like apps um, I know I mentioned earlier that, you know, finding one that feels like an appropriate level for you, but one that I often recommend is Nike Training Club, mm-hmm. NTC, and they have different levels. You guys may have recommended that before. Um, they have different levels within the app, and you can choose, if I'm not mistaken, different, like, times of, I feel I'm a beginner and I want to do 30 minutes or something. So, And they have videos so that you can follow along. I know there's subscription services. I think Daily Burn is a good one. So I think... Finding tools that 
I mean, our phones now are this, you know, it's connected to the, the internet. <laughs> and there is a wealth of, and sometimes it's overwhelming. You know, I, I, I don't mean to, to joke at it because it can feel like so much information that you don't even know where to go. But there are tools and resources in the app world or even in like YouTube uh, video world where you can find movements to follow along to that I think can free you from the treadmill or the elliptical. While I think they can serve a great purpose, there's a lot of power to also be had in moving your body in a strength capacity. And I think if you do it in a circuit sense, then you also get the heart rate up. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain sense of empowerment, if you will, that comes from that. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for being on the podcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Emily, where can our listeners find you online? Well, I really like Instagram. So uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, my handle is emmcookharris. Um, we also have our Empowered Fit Week and Empowered NYC underscore LA uh, are the other Instagrams or empowerednyc.com, which is where you can find our website. Amazing. We'll link to all of them and tag Emily in our posts about this podcast episode. Um, in our next episode, we're talking about one of our favorite things, stress. <laughs> Before then, we want to know what stresses you out the most and how do you manage it? Because we, we really want to know how do you manage it. <laughs> yeah, asking for a friend. Okay, well, that's it for us. This episode was produced by Mitch Collins. And because Samantha wasn't here, we want to make sure you know that Mitch and Sam, they're still friends. <laughs> so much. That was so yay! great. It was so fun. I love that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yay. In our first episode, there's like a, I don't think it what we were recording yet because I tried to find it at some point, but I was just like, this is uh, the equivalent of like max vulnerability for me. It's like anytime we record me talking, I don't know why. It's just like, like so I can't stressful. think of a thing I hate more, more than this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's fascinating. It needs to be done. But you Sometimes you do, it needs to be done. Yeah.